this is Andrew bringing you a Keyforge deck reveal and review. This one is going to be of Amberson, the Charlatan of Exile. This is one of the two decks that I just opened from my Worlds Collide Premium box. It's Dece, Logos, and Sarian, which seems like a pretty cool setup. Uh, in Dece, I'm looking for maybe some Amber control in the form of Key Cost, Steel, as well as board control in the form probably of hard destruction, maybe some deck control as well in the form of purge uh, or potentially knocking cards out of the opponent's hand, that sort of thing. There is not as much uh, house control in Worlds Collide for Deece as there was obviously in Coda we had both Control the Weak and Restringentus. Whereas in uh, in Age of Ascension, we had Restringentus and Tesmol. Um, nothing... I don't... I actually don't know if Restringentus is in here. I haven't done the full Dece list yet. But uh, I know that for... Uh, yeah, I know that we don't have Tesmol or Control the Weak. So there is Snag's Mirror. But anyway, just not as much house control. With Logos, I'm looking for deck acceleration for myself, archive, draw, that sort of thing. Maybe uh, maybe some board control in the form of direct damage. Uh, maybe some a little bit of fight. Uh, and then in Sarian, I'm looking for some board domination, capture, and just cool combos and things that ramp. So we'll see what we get. <clears throat> Starting off with these, we have Binding Irons. Uh, I don't love it. It's, you know, effectively your opponent is going to draw one less card for three turns. Your opponent gets three chains. Um, that's fine. I just, yeah, I don't love it. Uh, Buzzle is a three-power beast. You know, I was thinking, why don't I like this as much as, say, Succubus, when Succubus is effectively the same thing and, and actually might not last as long, whereas this is guaranteed to last for three turns, right? And I think the reason is that the... Uh, the succubus forces your opponent to do something in response or it'll last longer right and and so they might get rid of it after in one turn but they're gonna have to work for it so i think it just has a little bit more of a game impact overall plus if it stays out you can reap with it uh buzzle is a three power beast with skirmish and play fight you may purge one of buzzle's neighbors if you do ready buzzle it's an interesting one trade-offs there Dendrix is a 5-power demon. With fight, your opponent discards a random card from their hand. Got two of those. Uh, yeah, so that's some interesting... These are big enough to do board control work. And uh, obviously, killing something and making your opponent discard a card is a bit disruptive from them. I'm happiest if I like can pull two of those off in the same turn. We'll see. Uh, Adoram is a four-power demon with reap, destroy a creature of the house with the most creatures in play. That's counting your creatures and your opponents. So if you share houses, then that could get real interesting. And then, of course, it's probably even best if you are sharing houses, because that means you'll usually have a target on their side to kill. Oh, cool. Imp Spectre is a two-power imp with destroyed, purge a random card from your opponent's hand. Some of that uh, crazy, like, permanent deck disruption we have there. Lilithal is a 5-power demon with Fight, Reap, Capture 1. Uh, that's big enough that Reap, Capture 1 is going to be pretty annoying. And obviously if you need to fight, then great. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, with Capture effects that I can maybe uh, 
turn that into a pro with some of the stuff from uh, from uh, from Sarian. We'll see. Malison is a five power demon with fight. You may move an enemy creature anywhere in its controller's battle line. Then, if it is on a flank, it captures one from its own side. Uh, that's really nice. Amber control. That's effectively a slow steal after you kill a different creature. And it's important that the creature that's captured on is the one you move, not the one you fought. Ooh, Rock Grub. One power beast with play, your opponent loses an amber, and reap Archive Rock Grub. Uh, the Archive itself could turn out to be nice with the Logos, depending on what we get. Oh cool, Obsidian Forge. This is an artifact with a bonus amber. It has action, sacrifice, any number of friendly creatures, then you may forge a key at pl plus six current cost, reduced by one for each creature sacrificed this way. If you do destroy Obsidian Forge, this is a nice way to just close out a game, potentially. Uh, and it, I mean, we have enough creatures on here, big creatures here, that we're probably going to actually have some serious board presence. I like it. Hecatomb, okay. Hecatomb is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you destroy each Deese creature, and each player gains an amber for each creature they control that was destroyed this way. So this gives you good amber generation. It's actually a little counter-synergistic with the Obsidian Forge. Like, I'm not really happy about having both of those. Because uh, they are really kind of wanting to do similar things. And in fact, wow, their their color is so similar, too. Uh, yeah, they kind of want to do similar things, though. And, oh, we have two Hecatooms. Wow, we're really just going to be blowing up our Deese board. Or, you know, potentially <laughs> just... Uh, playing these early for the Amber. Interesting. Alright, let's look at the Logos. We have Cutthroat Research. Gain an Amber, steal two if your opponent has eight or more. Amber. Uh, yeah, okay. I wish we had this with the, something that was increasingly key cost. Maybe we'll get an Edai. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Hapsis is a five power creature, a five power mutant scientist. After an enemy creature is destroyed fighting Hapsis, ward Hapsis and draw a card. That's really nice. Got two of those. Awesome. Ooh, Hologramophone is great. It is uh, an artifact with a bonus amber and action ward a creature. That's really nice for charging up like a Hapsis before it does its first fight. Uh, as well as, you know, who knows what else we'll get that might be great with it. Tau Tau Vapors is an action that says play, uh, draw two cards, archive a card. Really good. Ooh, Dr. Millie is a two-power scientist with play for each creature your opponent controls in excess of you. Not counting Dr. Millie, that's the important part. Archive a card. Uh, good, we could potentially get good archive out of that. We've got two of those, interesting. Interdimensional Graft is an action with a bonus amber. It says if an opponent forges a key on, your, on their next turn, they must give you their remaining amber. Uh, that'll be interesting if we manage to, let's say, archive it and get our opponent into a situation where they overprint or where we've captured stuff and they get it back, we could uh, maybe get good benefit out of that. Ooh, remote access. This is a classic. Uh, gain an amber and use an opponent's artifact as if it were yours. Cool. <clears throat> ah, we're getting Vellum and Hyde. So Hyde is a four-power human scientist with Reap, draw a card, but if you control Vellum, who is uh, Hyde's counterpart, then you draw two cards instead. Uh, Vellum is a two-power human scientist with Reap, archive a card. If you control Hide, archive two cards instead. Very nice. And uh, each of them has a destroyed effect that says 
uh, archive the other one from your discard pile, and if you do, then archive this one. And is this last? Yeah, it is. This is the last one in Logos. We have Zenzi Zenzi Zenzik, who's a four power, two armor leader, uh, cyborg leader, that says during your draw card step, if Zenzi Zenzi Zenzik is in the center of your battle line, refill your hand to two additional cards. Very nice. Um, I and mean, we potentially have an amazing draw engine here, especially if we maintain board control with the Hapsuses. Uh, we could have a pretty crazy uh, draw engine. And archive. All right, let's look at let's look at what we get in Sarian. So we start with Axiom of Grisk. This is uh, good if we're able to capture a lot. So Axiom of Grisk is an action that says play Ward a creature, destroy each creature with no amber on it, and then gain two chains. Uh, worth it if if it leaves you in control. I'm glad we only have one of those. Uh, it's a good archive target for like a you know if we need it later. Chant of Hubris gains us an amber and says move one from a creature to another creature. Uh, and the play that people don't always necessarily see right off the bat is that, let's say we captured one onto Lilithal, we could Chant of Hubris to like put it on an enemy creature as opposed to on just a different one of our own. Ooh, Odoak is a five power, Odoak the Patrician is a five power dinosaur politician with play capture one, and while Odoak the Patrician has amber on it, your amber can't be stolen. Very nice. Ooh, two of those. I like that. I don't mind at all having two. That's good steel hate. Makes Shadow's decks very sad. Quester Jarda is a three power dinosaur politician with elusive and reap. You may exalt Quester Jarda if you do gain an amber. Got two of those. Nice. Retor Gallum is a three power dinosaur philosopher. With play, your opponent's keys cost plus three during their next turn. And reap, you may exalt Retor Gallum. If you do, your opponent's keys cost plus three during their next turn. Cool. Ah, Senator Shrix is a four power dinosaur politician with one armor. And you may spend amber on Senator Shrix as if it were in your pool. When you play Senator Shrix or reap with him, you may exalt him. Tribute is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, uh, the most powerful friendly creature captures two amber, and you may exalt that creature to repeat the preceding effect. Now, I've noticed uh, it's nice if you can get this onto Senator Shrix, but if he's your most powerful creature, you might be in trouble. It's likely it's going to be one of these fives. And I wouldn't mind getting, you know, uh, capturing onto, let's say, a Hapsus, because uh, that way I have a good shot at keeping it there and keeping it worded, but anyway, just good to know. Cool. Tricerian Legionary is a five-power dinosaur soldier with one armor and taunt, and when you play it, you ward a friendly creature. Very nice. Ooh, Centurion Stenopius is a three-power dinosaur soldier with two armor, and he gets plus three power for each amber, and when you play, fight, or reap Centurion Stenopius, you may exalt him. And lastly, we have Stomp, which is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal five damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, exalt a friendly creature, like maybe your Senator Shrix or your Stenopius. Uh, now, looking at this deck, I, I want to first point out how, just how good Axiom of Grist can be in Saurian, because look at this. Uh, each, almost every single one of these Saurian creatures wants to get bigger, or wants to uh, exalt itself, rather, or end up with amber on it somehow. The Odawax capture, 
The Jardas uh, exalt themselves to gain you an additional amber when you reap. The Retor Gallum exalts itself to make your opponent's keys cost more. Senator Shrix exalts itself on play. Tricerian Legionary is the only one that doesn't have any way to exalt itself. And Stenopius exalts itself on play, fight, reap if you want. So your dinosaur creatures should almost never die from the Axiom. And then in, uh, in, in Dece, we have the Lilithal that can capture onto itself. Uh, the rest of our creatures <clears throat> really don't have that anything to any mechanism to do that. Although uh, the yeah, they really they really don't have a way to do anything like that. So we just have to be kind of aware of that. Um, in the end, so so I want to go back to what I said about Dece. It's interesting. All of the Obsidian Forge and the Hecatombs, all three of those really don't pair well with ward effects. So what I probably want to do is almost never end up warding these because when I when I do these cards, I really want them to fire to gain me that amber. And if the creatures are warded, so notice the Obsidian Forge says uh, for each creature sacrificed this way, but if uh, if a creature wasn't destroyed, then it, then it wasn't sacrificed because the, uh, the ward replaces the, the destroy effect. And same with Hecatomb. Uh, each creature that was destroyed this way, well, if it has a ward, then it wasn't actually destroyed. So you got to be careful about that. Um, really, that Obsidian Forge is just going to be a great way to close out a game, I feel like. While we have just excellent control and amber generation, really good amber generation in the Saurian, and a, amazing deck acceleration in the Logos. Plus, if you can have like the interdimensional graft for that crucial moment, where you really need, uh, where you really need, you know, your opponent got ahead and you need to just slow them down. That's a really good play to pull out of your archives. Uh, yeah, so I like it. I feel like this thing uh, here, the archives aren't really doing anything special except uh, getting you through your deck faster. So. We just want to tuck things into archives that we can then use, uh, pull out on, on a future turn to really get it an amazing turn. Yeah. So this was Amberson, the Charlatan of Exile. I hope you enjoyed it and that you'll get out and forge some keys.